Act 3, Scene 4 Our chorus of mankind returns to the stage, now wearing bloody bandages and scorched rags. There is a sound of a huge battle beyond them, and shocks of shells exploding in midair, screams of women and the crying of babies. Faustus stands apart from the chorus of mankind, looking on it as it begins its address. Our history is well told, an epic tome, about our liberty, about equality, how all men must be free, how slavery and misery shall cease, no more. No more will want awaken the hungry, no more will orphan or widow weep. A peasant's insurrection beset the realms of German land inspired by Charles' martyrdom. His moral abdication excited social anarchy, brought unbound rivalries between soldiers of ideals and twins more for greed. These contending compete on such entwined planes for the real. This place for purpose and the practical or that other place for the celestial zeal, this glitter of goods and gold beneath, or that crystal light on gleaming peaks, pure, transcendent, beyond our reach. Mephistopheles appalled. What had Faustus done? Mischief without malice? Evil come without intent? Not he. Not even he could cause, out of wickedness or in a farce, could cause such, would cause such, farm as Faustus caused. Out of goodness and a kind thought, such dreadful calamity brought out. 
In outcome it shall end justly but wrongly, not his intent. He had only wanted betterment. Give them what they want, Mephisto would deride, and evil will be multiplied. If all men should be satisfied, then none shall be. They hate equality. Faust misunderstood. He forgave, seeing betrayal and chaos as yet another tempest, another twist in mankind's maelstrom of misery, wherein the cravings of every man to seek happiness unattained, to each a madness is obtained, centrifugal, without blame, sucked with him him savagely, which is his personal destiny, and thus it shall come to be, to be human is to be seeking. Faustus steps before the choir and plaintively he implores, Who is responsible for this? Is it God? Is it he who's made this come to be? Or is it man, his iniquity, the fault of his humanity? His selfish self in want, the illusion of identity, self-seeking, ignorant, weak, small, illusory. I will act as if I alone am important solitarily. He who is the most deserving and so obsessed with who I am, I seek what's best for me wanting secrets of my heart out of being, just by birth. Call it self. Call it simply who I am. Faustus turning now joins the chorus. The voices rising now foretold us the coming of apocalypse. So self-seeking masses shall meet Forces of self-righteous causes come to this momentous battle. Mensch, in the end, betrayed the Pope, an event that gave Faustus hope, and took up arms with fellow beggars, cripples, malcontents, and peasants, followed by dogs, women, and children. While in the opposing army, Faustus' sister's husband, one named Archibald, commanded troops too much superior. The armies met in foggy dawn, in marshes where the sea had drawn tidal pools back from ragged reeds, where none had clear advantage. And in the confusion of the fray, in a clouded surreal air, the soldiers of both their sides slew soldiers of their own kind heartless, meaningless deaths that day, took lives of fathers and their sons. Horses died of blasts, breast wounds from sharp pikes not meant for them. Oh, it was an avalanche upon a slope, a hurricane breaking on the bow, the massive sea overwhelming earth, engulfing and sundering with its wash the drowning victims struggle and scream, it was driven as a panicked herd. It was massed and crushed in its collapse. A monumental toppling crashed 
Hot stars collide. A world explodes. A forest flushed full with flame. And overtopping all, a thundering storm. Shouts of triumph mingled with despair. And after, after all confusion fell, like desperation's empty grasp, to eerie silence, stunned awareness breathlessly held, a single sound, pathetically, the dying remain, alone among the dead, dying plaintively, calling names. As a woman dying in childbirth, so these men gave birth in death, disemboweled, intestines like umbilici, gleamed bloody and blue, lay stillborn. These victims, like mothers, suffered wounds for another life, and softly, gently, gave another body to the earth, of the earth. Seeping blood ran marbled in the pools of rain until the havoc of the battle, splashes of the panic, and mangling murder muddled them in mire. Mephistopheles wept bitterly for slaughtered horses. Carts of dead and dying men mixed together were stalled in mud of blood and guts and rain. Hopeless light in middle afternoon finally came and showed this sickly plain, this savagery, this hundred thousand slain. Corpses lay like planks strewn crazily. There was no place that one could step that did not put down on faces, hands, bellies, or legs. There were too many to bury. They rotted until spring. Bodies enmeshed in their decay, the weeds and worms wound through them when earth renewed the pastures where they lay. The stench of them, the sight of them, it said, must be a lasting memory until at least another cause rouse men to kill again for good or God or glory.